What's up, Whittier? Welcome to What's Up, Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. producer Christine here with this week's community cork board announcement. I have some great news. As you guys know, I am a cultural arts commissioner. I just got some information sent over to me from Vicki Santana, and I wanted to let you know about these upcoming events. On Monday, May 25th, we remember those online. We honor those who have made the ultimate sacrifice live on Facebook and on Instagram with a virtual Memorial Day service. So this is really exciting. Um, It's going to be again Monday, May 25th at 9 a.m. One thing that I always talked about, you know, in this last year, my adventure with the city is that we need to be on social media. But I am very grateful that we can celebrate and honor those on Facebook and on Instagram. Make sure that you follow them. And next up, we have the 17th Annual Community Street Banner Program. And I am on that subcommittee, which is really cool. So the banners along Whittier Boulevard are going to start going up. They will be up actually all of July, August, and September of this coming year, 2020. So that'll be something to look forward to. You know, when you're out, um, you know, you're we're not really supposed to be out as much, but you know, if you're going to take your errands, I think it'll be a nice thing for our families to see. Also, on yesterday on May 20th, the dog park opened. So just remember that the hours for the Whittier Dog Park are 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and on Thursdays 12 to 7 p.m. So here are some new guidelines that we have for the dog park. It is by reservation only, and you will get one fifth. Then you get 50 minute time slots. So you get one of those, and you can make your reservation at WhittierRec.com. That's Whittier W H I T T I E R R E C dot com. And, you know, just important to remember when you're going out into the city to keep six feet from others, avoid handshakes, um, face masks are required at the parks, and only 10 people in the park are allowed at any time. And it says do not touch other dogs and limit contact with high-touch equipment, so gates, benches, etc. So I'm really happy that the city of Whittier is doing their due diligence with this. And also, the Palm Park Tennis Center has reopened. That reopened on May 18th, and you need to make a reservation, again, on WhittierRec.com. As well as our Palm Park Tennis Center, our dog park, all of our trails are open. So don't forget to visit the Greenway Trail to get in your exercise and to remember practicing social distancing. And, you know, it's nice to communicate with others as you pass and say, hi, good morning. But when you're running, make sure you say right, left. So anyway, all this information is available at WhittierRec.com where you can learn a little bit more information and get involved with our city. It's I'm very grateful to see how proactive everyone's being in regards to the situation. So, yeah, thank you very much. Um, and today we have a very special episode. So don't forget to follow all of our social medias. You can follow me at The Singing Moon. You can follow Remo at Remo the Realtor and Jesse at J2 Architects. These guys are great. They're great to do business. And we are going to hear a little bit more. So take it away, Jesse and Remo. What's up? What's up? What are I think Remo has uh, the COVID-19 jet lag. (laughs) The jet lag? Yes, it's a jet lag. Remo, how you doing? Christine, how you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Um, no, it's it's as we are going through this process and trying out some new tech right now with Zencaster and with Google Meets and all that. Um, yeah, we're we're hanging in there. We're doing good. I think everything is is happening. How are I mean, you doing? I know healthy? it's been a I know it's been a while since we've uh, recorded uh, a live podcast, and with this whole quarantined uh, situation, we. Uh, Obviously, we're all trying to get this thing going and, and keep it running. And so now we're doing the whole virtual uh, podcasting. So everybody out there who's listening, just kind of bear with us. We're, we're going to we're testing new uh, new grounds here, uh, new territory. So let's um, we'll kind of continue going through this. Yeah, I'm For today, here. Christine, obviously, I think it'd be great to technology that we're getting used to. <laughs> Hi, Rima. That's right. Rebo, by the way, is uh, he's probably a, 
even though he's down the street from us, it, it seems like he's across the world somewhere in uh, traveling. Yeah, he's traveling uh, down Washington. Is, is my audio that bad? It just cuts in and out. Is my audio that bad? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that because earlier I got a call, and this is, I guess, one of the things that technology doesn't allow for when you're doing these Zoom calls. If you're doing it on your phone and you get a call, then you disappear for a minute or two. Ah, got it, got it, got it. Well, hopefully it won't happen anymore, so we're good. That's right, that's right. So what's going on, guys? I think for today's uh, podcast, uh, I, I think it's just more of a conversation, trying to see how everybody's doing, how everybody's kind of dealing with this whole, uh, I guess, uh, new times, new new way of, of, I guess, doing business or living. Um, how, how are you doing, Christine? Um, you know, I'm doing good. I am very grateful to, you know, be a personal assistant, so I'm kind of expanding um, you know, businesses. It's interesting because um, I've been helping out a lot of individuals. Like, for instance, one of my clients is a photographer and all of their events were canceled. Right. So that's how they make a living. But through the like, you know, EDD and stuff, uh, we're actually doing construction right now. But, you know, through the EDD, we were able to secure funds so that we can take care of that, um, you know, get those funds back. So I'm really grateful for that. And now they're secure. But, you know, I applied for that and I didn't get it. I'm like, well, I still need to make money. So I built a website again. It's called personal. Um, it's ChristineSingerLuna.com. But I'm, you know, selling personal assistant services. So that's a thing. And um, it's cool. I want to give a shout out to Eva Macias because one time um, I used to be Eva's uh, assistant, right? Eva Macias, Saeed, uh, Remo's wife. And I was her assistant for about over a year and a half. And one time she told me, she's like, you know, you are my assistant because you are here to help me be my best self. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so like it really um, changed my mentality about being an assistant. Like I love um, helping individuals and being the administrator. It just feels good to send out an email or it just sends good to, you know, do things that you got to do, um, you know, for other people. It help, And I like to help other people do that, help them be their yeah. best selves. So. And not a lot of people even know how to navigate different processes. So I was like, man, maybe this could, one, become a business, right, to feed me. And two, I could actually help people. So that's why I decided to do that. So that's what I've been up to, just kind of figuring out, you know, what to do in this new adventure. So I'm excited. I've already been getting calls and I'm, I'm teaching people how to use their computers right now. So it's exciting. I'm excited about it. What have you been up to, uh, Jesse? Sounds like you're a handy woman. Uh, you know what? There's, I guess, huh? A handy woman. I just installed someone's TV today. So uh, that's yeah, not man. even that's not even part of my job description. But, you know, anything that's happens. Right. Anything goes. But, but I will say that, obviously, these times are, are times that I think will either crush you, right? Or it would force you to start thinking or putting things in a different perspective. Um, and start pivoting. So, for example, um, you know, if if in this case you're almost starting a new business um, or another new business, and so it's something that's kind of turning with the times, right? And it's perfect because nowadays I think people working from home are going to realize that um, you can start doing things more virtually, mm -hmm. and so having a virtual assistant is going to be key. Um, and so I think for a lot of business, it's going to be an advantage. Um, and again, so it's kind of thinking out of the box and, and trying to adjust with what's happening. You know, we have colleagues who obviously are in, in also going or experiencing this situation and how some of them are, are also kind of adjusting to the times. And again, some of them have shifted their business models, right? Um, so that's kind of cool being able to see that. Um, that's good. I mean, so far, everything's going good. Um, in terms of this whole dealing with the, this whole COVID thing, I mean, how have you adjust, adjusted or, or uh, changed your lifestyle or your way of kind of your your daily routine? Are you washing your hands more often? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah uh, definitely always washing my hands first when I come in, when I go out. Um this this is a thought that never really occurred to me like i had read somebody's um experience on <clears throat> facebook that 
they hadn't left their house in weeks. They needed to get food. And so they went out, they came back. Like the second that they came back, they changed, they like took off all the clothes, put it in the wash, took a shower and like changed. I haven't, you know, gone that extreme, but you know, mm. we're, we're keeping limited contact and, um, you know, there's only, like since the beginning of the quarantine, there's been a small group of us that have, um, you know, like come together and stuff. Um, quarantine I, as a group. <clears throat> correct. Correct. So it's like, we're only <laughs> close to each other. Right. And I'm like, coughing yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did you know that they're offering uh, LA County residents, uh, free COVID testing? I know they started to, uh, but for me, it's one of those things where, like, if you go get tested, you know, you're for sure you're gonna find out you've either had it or or have a trace of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, I think it'll create more paranoia. Um, yeah. For me, it's just more like let it let it be or let it happen if it happens. Uh, deal with it once it actually happens and becomes a big issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. I I think uh, what I've been noticing is that from the day this started to where we're at now. It's definitely obviously we've changed habits, daily habits, right? You're you're washing your hands more often, and you're you're keeping making sure you keep everything more sanitary <clears throat> or sanitized. Um, mm-hmm. But I think some of that stuff is I think where I've been noticing that that people are more uh, laxed about it now. Um, you know, you you would think uh, you would see more people with a lot of masks on and and you know full protective gear, and but it's lessening, uh, which is good. Because it just means that, you know, we're everybody's coming to terms with reality that, you know, this is this is like any other virus. Um, you just got to take the precautions like any other virus, right? Wash your hands yeah. and, well, and I think uh, yeah, stay but I healthy. Think some things that happened, like a lot of major events and for instance, like the, I was just on a Disneyland podcast, okay? And we're talking about um how why shanghai disney reopened and why you know Mm -hmm. it might take a little longer for disneyland to open so one you know it's about the hygiene stuff of that of the eastern culture and stuff like how they already are very hygienic and you know that kind of stuff but i think also it's like the fact that they even closed like i truly cannot imagine you know we talk about how things are different. I've been looking at like old pictures at Disneyland, videos of Coachella and I'm like I cannot imagine that happening really anytime in the future. Um mm-hmm. so I think that's like a big adjustment that we've had to make. Um but I also think that we are at a place now because 2 months ago we like the state, you know, created the state took precautions. Yeah, yeah. took those precautions. Um yeah, it's just preventative measures, and we haven't seen what could have been. Like, if I still went to Disneyland, I can't, like, that's so many people I become exposed to, right? Now, I can probably tell you, you know, just working here in my boss's building, um, it's just himself, myself, and the construction guy that I've been exposed to today, you know, um, yeah. besides my immediate household. But then it's like, who are they exposed to and who are they exposed to? Whereas if it was just a regular kind of a thing, you never, I don't know. It just also kind of makes me think of um, like the less and less people that we're seeing um, out about. Because I've been in Uptown. So like I work in Uptown and it's so empty. Yeah, it's a ghost town. It is. Have you been to your office? Yeah, I've been I've been to the office a couple of times, um, but it, it's same thing. It's my building's pretty much empty. Um, you know, I have not run into people yet, um, but I think everybody's working from home, which is you know kind of respecting the or honoring the uh, or following orders, right? Is what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we'll get through this. So far, everything's good. Um, I guess knock on wood. How's keep our kid? fingers crossed do everything else we're doing well they're doing well um obviously the home, home homeschooling is is the uh <clears throat> homeschooling is the the hard thing mm-hmm. um just because we got to keep them on a routine right um and and we are the, the teachers so it's more of like what, what's that joke uh you know i gotta have a parent teacher conference no no if you see me talking to myself in the corners i'm having a parent teacher conference <laughs> yeah exactly so it's just kind of stuff like that where you just kind of you know, you got to adjust. Um, but at the same time, you still got to work, right? So you still got to 
run the business and, and all that stuff. So yeah, well, uh, things I mean, have been good. Teacher, so it's like she has her own students plus her kids, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, all those little again, all those little factors that you throw in there, and it just makes it a a long day, um, a blended week, really, because I don't even know what day we were, we're on. Um, but again, it, it's just at the end of the day, it's just keeping healthy, uh, keeping healthy, keep, keeping safe. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what I wanted to mention was all of these great like food deals. Have you seen all of these like, uh, have you gotten any of them, these great food deals? Yeah, it's been, yeah, I've been, I've been seeing, uh, so what we've been trying to do is uh, try to uh, eat out like two to three days a week um, and uh, obviously trying to support local businesses, but at the same time, trying to not, uh, trying to save some money because <laughs> yeah. now that we're eating at home, you know, three times a week, it's, uh, it's a lot more than what we used to. So, um, but yeah, we, we've, uh, we've been lucky in the sense that, you know, uh, restaurants have been putting out great deals. Um, the only thing is just the whole process, right? Like, like, uh, trying to go out and pick up the food. And, um, I mean, we tried the go the whole Grubhub kind of ordering type deal, but it's not the same. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the food might be, be cold. Uh, the presentation is not there. Uh, everything, you know, everything kind of, even though it's in a container, everything kind of meshes together. Yeah. <laughs> so you're having a stew instead of like a, an actual plate. Um, so we've been, we've been doing that more, just kind of going out and ordering rather and pick up rather than uh, delivery. Yeah. Um, is there, is there one meal that you, that you've uh, noticed you've had more often? Um, you know what? The deli up reopened. So I've actually right. been having the deli up like once a week. I'm very grateful to be nice. able to do that. Um, so yeah, so me and my boss will have lunch and um, yeah, it's pretty good. So I'm glad that they've reopened during this, you know, scenario. Um, mm -hmm. Modern Shaman, great nachos per usual. I do pick up there. And also I like pickup because you get to see your friends, right? Like the business yeah, owners yeah. that you like to support and stuff. Um, you know, I've been, oh, Chef Tony, Chef Tony from CGK, he had a great Mother's Day um, brunch, and I ordered that, and it was absolutely amazing. Um, I've also tried their, like, their burger, they have, like, these sandwiches, they're two for $22, the sandwiches, and um, all that kind of stuff, so really cool. I'm very grateful for, uh, you know, I'm very grateful for the businesses that are continuing to serve the community. You know what I mean? And also nice. the chicken coop has like their 32 ounce Michi mix for $8. So that's oh, wow. the six pack of Modelo. I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. 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 No, I'm glad these, these uh, restaurants have been able to keep their doors open by offering a to go because, uh, or curbside pickup. Cause um, you know, definitely for some families or individuals uh, it, it's, it, it works out. Um, and again, we, you want, you want to kind of, change it up too so uh being able to order different food rather than eating at home it kind of helps yeah, <laughs> especially then, from my end <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's yeah for sure what about you remo what have you been up to or well i am trying to bear this this use of technology and trying to multitask like everything else uh so i've been i've been living at home people nice um, and let me tell you something about Home Depot. There's usually, I heard you guys talk about Disneyland earlier, and uh, I know Disneyland's closed, but I think everyone from Disneyland started coming here. Yeah, they're because always the lines up. here are insane, and and um, and yeah, and it's uh, so I, I I've been I've, I've been really busy with with a few other things. We had a, a little baby girl uh, six seven weeks six weeks ago now, a little over six weeks ago. So, Yay, baby Camila, um, she's so beautiful, Remo. Uh, thank, thank you. A lot, a lot of things are going on, and and I know when we first started, we talked about my our use of technology during this time, and you know, technology is incredible when it works out really well, but it could be the most frustrating thing when it doesn't work out. Um, so, and I'm here at at the moment um, in that part where it doesn't work out that well because I got part of what you guys were saying. So, um, so yeah, um, quarantine life's been actually pretty good. 
in terms I, of the thing earlier about imagining what Coachella and, and Disneyland and all that stuff and and just all that was a month two months ago that everything was fine they were playing basketball games yeah. maybe a little bit more than two months and and now you just think about it and it's like how like we've, we've moved so much over the last God, over the last two and a half months even just you mentioned that it's being lacked a little bit I mean it, it is rare to see someone outside without a mask. Yeah. Well, what about um, UFC? Did you I'm guys like, watch? Home, home Depot now. What, what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna ask. Did you see the UFC fight? What did you think about that? Like the UFC without having any people there? If they oh, reopen um, games, I didn't. I, I heard about it, but I I, I did not see it. Oh, okay. But I mean, I, I know they're they're going to be opening up basketball in a couple of weeks, and, and that's the direction that they're going to be going, which is no. Um, no fans and, and you know if they're regular games it's fine but i think playoff games it becomes a little weird and so you know but i'd rather watch anything right now than if there's no fans i don't care i just want to watch some sports yeah it's yeah what is life without sports oh, interesting. what That's how's right. your friend doing you know i went to buffalo wild wings yesterday to go pick up some wings right and i talked to one of the head bartenders there and she was telling me that they're they're limiting the time that you sit at a table and they're closing down the bar and there's only going to be like five tables in that center area and um the whole wall that's lined with booths they're only using three booths on like one side and two booths on the other side like they are really restricting um seating in these places yeah i wonder how does uh, your son feel about that jesse well, it's definitely one of those things where it's strange. It's going to be really strange just going out. I think uh, I, I've been hearing a different point of view for that. Like, it, you know, you shouldn't be really restricting restricting businesses and how should how they should operate. Um, obviously, you should put out these recommendations on what customers should do. And as a business, you should also take some precautions. But to start limiting uh, or... or um, what's the right word uh setting those requirements in order for you to operate or, or run your business i mean it's definitely going to impact some businesses for example mm -hmm. like and it's going to be the bigger change right or even the smaller ones too because you think about the smaller businesses that are smaller uh smaller in space um if if the capacity is let's say for example uh 20 or, or 30 um, and all of a sudden you got to create distance. Now that brings it down to more than half. And so is that really going to be uh, a model to be able to sustain that business? Um, I think it's just more of like, Hey, if you're going to, as a customer, if you're going to decide to dine out or go out and dine out or, or go out and do anything in general, I think it's, if also the, uh, customer's responsibility to be able to you know, fall and do or abide by those requirements um so i mean it's gonna be tough i mean it's gonna be there's a lot of things i mean just business-wide is, is also gonna be a little difficult yeah. um but again it's all new right so we learn as we go yeah definitely one thing that um bob chapak the ceo of disney what he said was um because you know like we spoke about um the eastern culture and how they already you know deal with um they're always already very careful and hygienic and sanitization and things like that. But also he said it's very dependent on human behaviors, right? On the customer behavior. That's right. like how do people, how, like, as we see, some people have adapted. And that's also what we talked about, like, even at the beginning, some people have adapted to this current situation. Some people um, probably didn't have to change anything because, you know, they, they're doing their thing. And some people have completely lost where to go. Um, which, you know, it's all related to, this is just such a collectively uh, traumatic event, I guess. And it's just yep, interesting yep. to see how so many different people um, internalize it and use it, right? Yeah. Because Remo's been super busy. You, you mean, every, we've all been super busy, um, but it's because we made that. You know what I mean? That's right. Remo, how, how's your business? To your point, when you were saying about, um, you know, letting business kind of do it itself, as much as I would say yes, I, I do believe in a slow rollout. It just seems that 
um, you know, there has to be some order. Now, I think one of the things that we probably touched on or don't touch on, which is probably politically charged, is what do we think about the closures or not closures? Should we let it open the mental health issue that goes with quarantine? I mean, there's a lot of like things that, that are kind of happening there that um, that that are that are real. Mm -hmm. And so um, I know we, we might have different opinions about it, but I want to make sure if you guys want to bring that up as well. No, definitely, definitely. How's uh, I was asking? How's business? How's the uh, how's the real estate market? Uh, the, the market, you know, so it's it, it's it's unique, and, and, and so there's a few things that I, I would maybe say about the real estate market, and, and hopefully my audio is not poor. Um, and and that is the real estate market moves slower than most markets, like the financial markets and so forth. So. You know, I, I, the real estate market slowed down about a month ago where a lot of things were kind of not happening and everyone was just kind of sitting on the fence during quarantine. But over the last maybe week to two weeks, it, it has just got insane busy. Oh, and, wow. you know, I, I work with those that are looking to, to sell and we have our team that works with, with buyers. And so across all board, across kind of everything, it's just the activity has picked up significantly. And so there is... You know, real estate is considered an essential business and, and so that has helped a lot and there's a lot of protocol that it comes to showing a home and a lot of new technology coming out like you know these 3d tours that weren't really popular or as popular back um you know a couple months ago now they're just the, the norm and so um the market has definitely picked up I, I, and i and i think there's a lot of people that um are still interested in buying because the cost of renting is still the same and home ownership prices are are still you know relatively affordable with the adjustment in, in interest rates that they recently dropped so um so real estate's been 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 still moving moving really well um yeah the, the protocols though i mean we, we have to post current signs at the house every time someone enters a property they have to sign and declare that they're not uh they, they don't have covid um what else they have to wear masks. Um, we provide gloves and for, for our, our people walking in. Uh, there can't be no more than two families, including the seller, uh, at any given time. So there, it's just, there's a lot of restrictions, but it, it's good to be able to still work, which is, I think is important because real estate drives a lot of other businesses and economies. You know, when someone buys a house, it, it just doesn't stop there. They go to the, like I am, at the local grocery store. They, the contractors are employees. They eat at the local eateries, even though if it's just takeout. So it, there's a lot, big, you know, kind of trickle effect that happens with real estate that um, that you know we're kind of proud to be in because that keeps things moving. So in terms of uh, home sales uh, or home prices, have they dropped? Have they gone up? Are they steady? I think in the entry level, when I say entry, the mid entry is more of and I'll be specific to the city of Whittier. Anything under 650, 700 is still moving relatively quick. Prices I don't, I don't see have dropped. I mean, uh, assuming that it's priced well and is marketed well and you know looks looks decent, um, those those homes are still moving. Um, I think as you get higher in price point, they tend to move a little bit slower. But that's just natural. Um, they move slower in, in a in a upward market anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but the Kind of entry level home, maybe six hundred thousand and, and below, uh, in the city of Whittier, still still moving quickly. We have multiple offers on on properties, so um, it, it's really business as usual, other than the safety measures that are put in there. Um, so I, it's still it's still a good time to buy. How about from the um, the uh, like loan side of things? Like, are, is there still funding for for uh, if you're looking to buy a home? Yeah, that's a really good question. It, it all depends on what, what you're on. So, for owner occupied to buy just your single family residence, yes, it's there's a lot of there's a crazy amount of funding, and then there's also lower interest rates. So the interest rates for a thirty year fixed are, are kind of floating in the really low threes and depending on you know, a few other factors, you might like the really high, high twos. And that's obviously insane. Now, where it's been a little bit restrictive is more on the on the higher 
higher loans? Um, you know, I would say anything over seven, eight hundred thousand is, is there's definitely been some some uh, pullback from from the mortgage companies or from I guess the higher powers. I don't even want to call it mortgage companies because they're just. Um, and, and then the other part is if you're cashing out and um, and it's a owner occupied, then it's if you're still able to obtain financing. Where it's gone really tight. So if there's any like investors or people that have a second home, when you cash out on your non-primary residence, it's gotten really really expensive. So that's probably where most people have seen it, and that's the market just contracting, making sure that you know if, if, if this investment doesn't work out, they don't want to be on the hook for that for that loan that there's no equity in. So unless you pay for it, so yeah. But but overall, there's financing available, and you know there's just the problem is there's very few homes available for sale. If somebody's looking to uh, if somebody's looking to step up to uh, either a bigger house or or a better neighborhood or something like that. I mean, is this the right time? Are we, or just kind of wait it out or? Well, it, it all depends. I mean, cause we have a handful of different sellers that, you know, their threshold to Corona and, 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 you know, and again, not to get, to get political, but some people think heavy conspiracy. Other people say, you know, I'm staying home no matter what. And so, you know, obviously when we have clients they're, they're humans. And so they might have different opinions, whether they are, um, we agree with them or not. So we have some sellers that don't care about Corona. They're saying, you know, if someone's interested and wants to buy my house, bring them on over, right? Others are like, they want to make sure that that person is the one, right? You're only going to walk in my house if you're going to buy it, right? And so nice. that's, a, that's a tough kind of thing to kind of gauge because there's a lot of requirements for them to even see the property. So, um, so, so that's that's why I think there's less properties even on the market just because there's some fear around who is um who would put their house up on the market during this time um the good side is you know there's a lot of competition for your home so you tend to you know do do well during this time because there's just not not too many options i think as of the weekend last time i checked there was a hundred and two hundred and three properties in the whole city of whittier that were for sale uh, and that's condos townhomes Unit single family residence, and on average, last year, for example, there was a little old, a little under 1,400 properties sold in the city of Whittier. So that means, you know, if you just do easy basic math, that it's about 120 homes sell every single month. So if there's so less than 100 homes or 120 homes, then there's very few homes for sale. What we typically want to see is anywhere from three months to about five months. And that gives us kind of an equal market. So that would mean we would need to see, you know, 350 homes to maybe four or 500 homes in the city of Whittier for sale for it to be a, a balanced market. So we're still in mm -hmm. a really strong seller's market, meaning there's a lot of people that want to buy and not enough people that want to sell. Mm -hmm. So, sorry. So it's a, would you say it's a seller's market or buyer's market? A seller's market. Oh, okay. Strong seller's market, too. Very cool. No, it's good. I mean, it's good to hear that so, your business is still moving and, and you're doing well. Well, what about you, Jesse? Do you yeah. think that now with a lot of people home, they're starting to do more DIY projects and they're looking to do more renovations? Or uh, how has your business uh, handled this? Yeah. Um, from our end, uh, I think like the, once we went into lockdown, I want to say probably the first two weeks, um, there, was, it was, there was either people putting things on hold or just kind of saying, hey, let's let's uh, take a little step back and uh, see where this goes. Um, after that, things kind of started moving forward. Um, just the last two weeks, um, we've been getting a lot of calls for work that the people or homeowners want to do. Um, we have some commercial that's happening, uh, just because obviously they're getting they're taking advantage of this time to start doing some some maintenance or, or renovations uh before they actually start opening the doors again um but from the homeowner side i think it just gives people more time to understand how is it that they're living um what is it that they like and don't like about their house um and so they've been you know they've had more time to think and i think it's just now you know you know pulling the trigger and moving forward with the actual work um we have seen trends in terms of what uh homeowners want in the home um, now we're seeing more people obviously wanting to have a dedicated office space uh, so they could work at home. Um, 
and have a um, again a dedicated office space so they could do work but at the same time still have people come uh, to their home but not to their home right it's to that office space um, we've also seen where they're wanting to have more of a kind of uh, a gathering space um, where where if they like in this case now that they're quarantined um, they want to be able to sit down as a family or as a group and just have a bigger space to be able to come together and enjoy some uh, family time or quality time. Um, and then just kind of keeping more stuff indoors. Uh, whereas before it was about, hey, I want to do an outdoor deck or an outdoor patio or, or something that I can enjoy the outdoors. Now it's just more like, OK, let's start let's start trying to figure out how we could enjoy the indoors. Um, we have more indoor indoor gyms. Um, so people are thinking about how to, how to create spaces within the house to do, uh, have it, uh, gym equipment. Um, so again, it's just kind of going back to, uh, the stuff we used to go out for is going to start coming back into the house. Um, we've had people starting to create laundry rooms within the house, whereas before, you know, people were okay having in the garage or outdoors. Um, now people are, are looking to a dedicated space indoors. So there, there's been a lot of little tweaks here and there in terms of what the trends are. Um, but again, I think this time has, has uh, essentially helped uh, understand what families really need uh, within a home uh, mm -hmm. to kind of deal with some of this stuff. So business is good. Uh, we're still moving forward. Um, we're still kind of chugging along in terms of the work. Um, work has not stopped yet. It's really more just trying to keep keep with the pace um, and then keep with the cities too because obviously with this whole shutdown um, uh, or quarantine, a stay-at-home order, uh, some cities have kind of limited their hours in terms of, uh, you know, how many hours are working at the uh, city hall. Um, I mean, every city hall that I know or working with, they're, they're close to the public. Uh, but they are open uh, either based by uh, appointment or online uh, interaction. Um, the whole online interaction has, you know, in some cities is great. Some other cities are not so great. Um, but again, I think we're all just learning to adjust and, and trying to keep business moving forward. Um, I think right now with the, with the whole, you know, work-wise, you know, we're doing a lot of planning. My hope is that, you know, in the next month or two, um, there'll be so much work on the construction side that I think it'll still keep things moving economically. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, you know, knock on wood, cross our fingers, uh, put a, put a prayer out there, but, uh, things are going, things are going really well. Well, awesome. That's so good to hear. And, um, you know, it's just so good to know that, you know, people can, you know, have you as a resource or anything like that. Hey, that's awesome. Um, well, do we have any kind of last thing that we want to get out before, you know, we um, I think, finish up with our update? I think the last thing would be uh, obviously out to the listeners who are listening to these podcasts, uh, specifically this one. Um, if there's anybody you guys think we should interview or somebody you, you kind of have heard of, uh, you might might have heard a story of somebody um, or, or maybe there's somebody in town who you might think uh, could kind of point us in the right direction of interviewing either a business, an individual or individuals, um, uh, let us know. Reach out uh, to Christine, uh, whether it's through Instagram, Facebook or, or email um, so we could book uh those individuals, but I think it's really more trying to get more uh, dialed in in terms of what type of interviews we're going to have coming up. Um, I think we have a few lined up, Christine, right? That 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 are, will be pretty interesting. Um, but again, yeah, yeah. So in other words, you you who are the listeners, tell us who would you like to, or what type of uh, interview do you like to listen to, and uh, we'll make that happen. Yeah, you can send us an email at whatsupwithyourpod at gmail.com too. Jesse, so sorry, I, I got disconnected and, and I guess one one uh, plug to Microsoft, if you, if your uh, editors are on there, make sure you don't put the mute button next to the end call button because I've hit it twice to unmute myself <laughs> right next to each other. Um, so I heard what you were saying regarding your business. So I take it then you are busy or extremely busy. And a lot of yeah, people no, are we, they're just a uh -huh. little bit different. 
Yeah, no, we're definitely busy. I mean, it, it's um, I, it's funny because I had a I had a meeting yesterday with the client uh, right before COVID. They kind of put it on hold, and then just yesterday we met up again, and they said, you know what, we've been sitting here for two months, and we definitely want to do something. And you know, from their end, they're looking at uh, trying to uh, do the planning now. So hopefully, in the next couple months, uh, things will get better and. And people will be looking for work, and and uh, and you'll get a bargain, right? Um, I don't know if that'll work, but but I, I like the way they're thinking. I mean, they're not they're not just sitting there, you know, hoping for something to happen. So um, well, how, but yeah, how, man. How are cities doing? Because I know a lot of you, the work that you do. I mean, you're the step one, but then you take that work and send it over to the city or to the respective counties. How has that changed during this time? And and what kind of I guess turnaround times have you been seeing? You know, city of Whittier County or any other place that you work in. Um, again, kind of like I was saying earlier, it's just more depending on the city um, and and how they're uh, set up for this whole uh, shutdown. Um, but they, it's either virtual, um, so you're submitting things online or or via the internet. There's others that are drop off and pick up, but it's uh, designated appointments only, um, and they're limiting. Um, they give you a time slot. So you got to get in there at that time slot. If you miss it, you got to come back the next day. Um, and so it, it just comes down to what kind of system they have. Um, they both work. Um, some are more better than others. Um, you know, but I think the bigger the city or the county, right, uh, anything that gets bigger in terms of, uh, 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 I guess, population, um, you're going to have more requests, right? So you gotta have the, the 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 people, the amount of the the amount of the right size of people, amount of people, sorry, to be able to address that stuff. Um, when you don't, that's where you get into situations where you know things are taking longer. Um, we have submitted some plans for uh, for a project that uh, has taken longer than what it's expected, uh, even through these times. Um, but again, it's just it, it's it's difficult because. Uh, you almost have to start uh, babysitting or nudging them more uh, than you have to um, to kind of get things done. And so, uh, again, it changes the way we're working. It definitely changes the, the time frame for people to kind of push projects through. Um, but I'm hoping that, you know, as we're moving along, things just start getting better and more efficient. That's my hope. <laughs> Is there, is there certain cities or that is doing really well and, and that you want to give them a kudos during your time? Um, there's a couple cities. I mean, uh, Pico Rivera is one that, that I've been working with, and they've been awesome, man. They've been great. Um, they got staff working from home, and, and, you know, they're answering calls and they're answering emails, and they're giving you updates and stuff like that. Um, City of Yorba Linda is another one. They're really great. Uh they, they still offer the drop-off and pick-up. Um, and same thing, you know, they, they got uh, uh, individuals who are assigned to your project and, and they'll give you updates and, and uh, notices and stuff like that. So, um, you know, those those two have been really good so far. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. County is, is one that, you know, depending on where in the county you're in, um, you know, because obviously the county is pretty big and they have several districts. So depending on what district you submit, uh, some have been really great. Some have been not so great. Um, there's one that I'm working in, uh, Irwindale, not Irwindale, uh, Inglewood. And uh, that one we're already going in uh, about four, three or four months. So this is right be way before COVID. Um, and we're still not done. So uh, so it all, I think it all depends on where you're at. <laughs> so... But again, I think I know we're adjusting. Uh, hopefully, this thing we're over soon, um, so we could get really back to normal, or somewhat normal. What was that, Rima? What did you say? Is there a city that's not? I said, is there a city that's not doing well that you like to throw under the bus? <laughs> no, man. Let's just say that there, there's a lot of cities I know struggling and and trying to make it happen. But um, but yeah. I know you're trying to throw a city under the bus, but we're gonna we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep it happy medium here. 
I hear you. I hear you. I just, um, I'm all, I mean, there's definitely, uh, what is it? Uh, you know, I, I get some cities are understaffed and so forth, but I, I've had some experiences that it just feels like, um, there's so many rules in place that make it difficult. And, and, you know, I just being involved in so many projects, I, I obviously always say, Hey, do those permits, but it gets to a point where it's almost like it's, it's, it's also impossible to do it with permits because not so much that it's that, that you're not doing it right, but it's the paperwork. And, and I had a personal experience and I, I just couldn't believe how many times I was asked for something different. And, and a couple of times it needed to be notarized. And you know, anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you so I could actually come on that. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, um, I guess any, any advice or any positive message you would have for listeners in terms of uh, what to expect and, and, and if they are going through something, I mean, would you guys have anything to offer up? Some advice. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I had a, I had an experience, and um, you know, and I think a lot of life is just about perspective, mm -hmm. right? And so, there was a, a meme that was floating around the internet, and it, it mentioned, and maybe you guys have seen it. You know, it, it, it's a shame if we get out of quarantine and you don't learn a new skill, a trade, and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. And and so I, I kind of thought that, hey, that's true, because a lot of us are, I see people biking, people doing landscaping, you know, I'm, I'm at Home Depot, and like half the shelves are completely empty, so people are doing stuff, and then I got a response from uh, a friend of mine saying, you know what, there's a lot of mental health issues going on as well right now, and, and it's not just about learning or hustling and this and that, so, and I, you know, I, I kind of took that in and said, you know what, that, that's true, because it, it's the perspective of what's happening is, is it's either a good thing or a bad thing and we obviously get to choose that and you know for those fortunate that have that um, mind, mindset I guess it might be the best way of putting it and those that maybe have it or in a, not in the same position you know there's new things that are happening from a mental health standpoint that being alone and being isolated is probably you know um, magnifying and we won't know those until you know, down the down line in the future sometime. So um, as far as something positive, you know, I, I think at one, you know, at one point this is all going to be behind us and, you know, we are now probably have better hygiene than we've ever had. Um, you know, we're probably more connected. I wave to people when I'm walking or when I'm running or, you know, and, and you see, feel so much more sense of community, and sometimes it requires us to slow down to appreciate that. So, you know, for that reason, or I guess that's what I'm focusing on during this time that makes me feel like this is something that is there's a silver lining. Yep. Christine. Yeah. Um. You know, I just think that. Um, yeah, absolutely. This time was an opportunity for so many to slow down and uh, just kind of, I know for me personally, I just had finished and accomplished an incredible project. And um, at the end of it all, it was kind of like a restart, you know, um, for me. And I think so many other people have kind of experienced that with this, you know, time. Um, but yeah. No, it definitely. Um, I, I think for mine, um, I've kind of, and I've mentioned this to several colleagues when I have, when I get a call and they kind of sound a little kind of bummed out and, 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 you know, just kind of feeling, feeling the, uh, the stress. I tell them that, you know, based on my, you know, uh, years in, in the industry that I'm in, um, I've been able to experience, uh, three and a half, um, kind of economy downturns. And out of all the three and a half, you know, they've all been pretty significant, um, but but we're still here, right? I'm still here. We're still kind of working it through. Um, and what I, you know, what I've noticed and what I've learned out of those those uh, downturns is that 
um, kind of like what I had mentioned before, you have you really have like two options. One is you're gonna you're gonna get um, you're gonna freeze and you're not gonna do anything and you're gonna kind of take this in a very negative way and you're gonna let it eat it eat you up. Um, or you're gonna try to find something positive out of this and you're gonna kind of pivot and um, and shift in a way where it's gonna be positive, productive, um, and you're gonna work with it, right? Um, again, in those uh, three downturns, three and a half downturns, um, you know, jobs were cut. Uh, a lot of I know a lot of colleagues of mine that were laid off. Um, a couple businesses uh, or architecture offices or engineering offices that had shut down. Uh, just because they didn't have work. Uh, but again, the ones that, that were able to keep up were, were the ones that were able to shift and, and adjust to the times. And, and again, find find opportunities. I think it was trying to find opportunities uh, within other offices or, or, or current markets to kind of still keep maintaining uh, or staying busy. Um, so that's what I would say to anybody who's listening is just kind of look at this um, and, and see – Try, try to look at it from a positive side um, and or positive point of view. And, and what is this really trying to push you towards? Maybe it's a new job. It's a new career. It's a new hobby. Uh, it's a new lifestyle. Um, so you, you're really looking at it to see, uh, you know, maybe what you had before wasn't working. Um, this is a perfect opportunity and the perfect time. Uh, now that we do have time, right, um, we could use that time to be able to adjust to that. Um, kind of like what Remo saying, I know we're talking about how to improve and how to better ourselves. Um, and that hasn't, I mean, it, when we try to improve and better ourselves, it might not be financially, it might not be, you know, work or a job or career, but it could also be kind of like what Remo saying is, is, uh, uh, taking care of ourselves, right. Um, you know, mental health, uh, looking at maybe, you know, working on that, uh, health itself, you know, getting exercise and movement, um, or just uh, getting stronger and developing stronger relationships, um, whether it's with the spouse, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, brother, sister, mom, dad. Um, I've noticed that those the relationships I've had have become a little stronger just because um, now we can't visit. Uh, we cannot see each other personally or physically, uh, but we're always able to make that phone call. And those phone calls are more specific. They're very dedicated just because now, you know, we have somebody's attention uh, for that time we're on the phone. So I think it's just looking at all those, uh, looking at it that way. Um, you know, for mine, I've been blessed to be able to stay at home, work at home. Um, so even though I've been able to drop off and, and pick up my kids from school, um, now I'm able to eat three meals with them a day, which is at the beginning, it seemed like, you know, it's a lot of work, but, but you look at it from a different point of view. It's like, man, now we were able to sit down and on the same table and enjoy the, the same meal at the same time. Um, and just having, you know, having more time. I mean, they're long days because, <laughs> uh, like I said, you know, trying to be a, a dad, trying to be a teacher and trying to still run a business. Um, these all kind of mash together. Um, so there are long days, very long days. Um, but it doesn't feel that way when you're, you're actually, uh, looking at it from a positive side, right? That you're fortunate to be able to do these things. I mean, we're fortunate to be able to have a roof over our head, um, being able to experience this whole COVID or, or stay in place with a roof over our head, uh, being able to have food, um, being able to have toilet paper. Cause I know we, at some point we, we, two months ago, it was, yeah. <laughs> Um, so again, it's, I think it's just really looking at it from a, a positive perspective. Um, and, and it, it'll definitely, I think it'll definitely change the way you look at things, uh, once we get out of this. Um, you know, I, it's, it's amazing. I, 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 I hate running. I hate it running. Um, I, I started, I took up running, uh, once we got into this whole COVID thing, cause we couldn't, I couldn't, there was no gym and there was no other way to kind of stay healthy. Yeah. Um, so I started running. The cool thing about running, though, is that I noticed now that um, it, it helps clear up the head. Um, I've been able to, you know, do more thinking. I've been able to actually read or, or listen to more books. So so I've been able to to check off my book list. Um, and that led on to uh, riding my bike now. 
Now I'm starting to uh, do more cycling, which, you know, I haven't done in, in a long, long time. Uh, but again, it's a different form of almost therapy, which is kind of cool. So I, again, just those little things that, that, you know, you almost take for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you now could see that it's something that's very beneficial for yourself, but at the same time, it, 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 uh, keeps you uh, motivated to be able to kind of give a better perspective to life. Um, so that's what I would say to anybody listening to this. Um, and again, just kind of keep your head up and we'll, we'll get through it. Yeah, I think that, you know, kind of like how I said, people are slowing down. It's really, if you if you can, you know, I know that when I say it's a collectively traumatic experience, yeah, people are dealing with a lot of stress, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, it's important to slow down and um, be in touch with yourself. Why do you feel certain ways? Um, one big thing that was coming up, actually, just really fast, um, during the, is I noticed so many people were fighting. People were like, getting you know getting divorces um people were breaking up just people were trying to move out of their house um a lot of issues came up and i think that happens because we were were so used to living a fast-paced existence it was so easy to move past the deep stuff but when you are confronted with nothing but time nothing but thoughts that's when you're your soul kind of starts to speak to you and uh yeah and truly that's when the growth happens the growth only happens when you confront what's bothering you and those issues and i really implore people to yeah take up running that is therapeutic um take up other you know forms of exercise keeping yourself right and reducing stress um you know there's just there's just so much more than it's just hitting us on all levels, mentally, spiritually, physically, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, for, like I haven't, I've been running, you know, and I've exercised here and there. I started this new program called Obey Fitness. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I'm not exactly like dieting super hard or, you know, anything really like that because for my own mental health, it's better for me to not worry about. Um, oh, did I exercise today? Did I not? You know, things like that. That's right. Yeah. So you just got to do what's best for you and everybody, you know, we're all different humans and yeah. That's right. Well, um, I guess, uh, Reem, are you still on the line? Yeah, Jesse. So, so. You asked me to run. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Are you running? Yeah, I'm, I'm. He's posting Actually, on. I, I, I'm Instagram. the same boat. Please remove your card. Nice. Please remove your card. So, so Remo, to, to close it off, um, we were talking at the beginning. We're talking about now that we're we're, uh, you know, restaurants are offering uh, curbside or, or to go. Um, I guess we'll end the show with with. Uh, is there any to go restaurants that you've uh, frequently you're, you're frequenting now? Yes, um, there is so many good specials out right now. It is great. <laughs> That's like Wealthy Wednesday approved, huh? Oh my! So, where do we go? So, Mimos has uh, buy two get one free breakfast burritos. Mm-hmm. You get three three breakfast burritos for fifteen bucks. They also have a burger, two burgers, two fries for ten bucks, mm-hmm. which is a deal. The chicken coop has. The whole chicken with three sides, and for an extra five bucks, you get another whole chicken. Yep. So that's usually dinner and lunch, and then dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Who's been? Um, let me let me get to my, my 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 truck here because I got two surprises for you. The first is is the um, the California Grill. We we ordered from there often. They've been great. They did. We did order for Mother's Day, and they were. I think he told me that they got like 400 orders in a matter of an hour. And it was crazy, crazy, like, you know, I think we can say the word poop, right? Shit show. (laughs) It was insane. There was people all all over the place. And my hat goes off to them, but it, you know, it said 20 minutes online. It was a lot longer. Um, But, you know, one of those things where, when you get that kind of volume, I mean, I'm a business owner, I, I totally get it. And, um, but it, yeah. 
That was my only not great. And then my surprise, my I, I can't believe this, and 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 I start thinking different when I see businesses like this. And it's not a, a it's not a mom and pop. It's it's more of a franchise. And I am just so impressed by by Domino's. Domino's is is, is more from the logistics standpoint. I, I'm a huge like that's the kind of stuff that kind of excites me. And so when I place an order at Domino's, it is at you know and, and normally. If you know if we have work kind of happening at the house or at, at projects or for our, our clients, Domino's is just an easy place to go. And I, I can't tell you from the place from the moment I hit send, the moment it gets to the to the the houses, it's it's thirty minutes, and it's incredible. Like I, I am I'm always floored by how efficient that is. And um and, and there's I think one time it was like twenty two minutes from the time I ordered it to the time we got to the house. Wow. It's, it's like stupid. It's stupid. I mean, I, I, that's not even possible. So, 